Hello and welcome to the 10th ever episode of Josh and Around Podcast, the show where we tell our friend Josh why his ideas suck. This is episode three in quarantine. We're starting to get to the point where we're, we might surpass the number of quarantine episodes versus live, because what we did mm-hmm. uh, about, what, what was it, we, six or seven? I think six? we've done, we did seven. Seven episodes seven live, so live, yeah. eh, I'm hoping we won't, but anyway, joined by Mr. Feeney's best friend, Josh Cole. <laughs> Hello, everybody. And the producer, you already heard him once, Shane Rand. Hello. Hello. Big news, Shane doesn't feel well. Okay. <laughs> Nobody panic. Nobody panic. It is It is not any symptoms of, of the coronavirus. Uh, we were talking about it pre-show. I, it's probably just allergies, uh, a slight cough, a little bit of lethargy, and that's it. And post-nasal drip. Post-nasal drip, which is causing the cough, I think, most yeah. likely. So, probably not corona, but we'll keep you posted. If he's not here next week and he's in the ICU, it was corona. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Corona did me in. That's how yeah. We, that's how we'll know. Mm-hmm. So, I think last week we said that we were going to do... What? What was the date? We said maybe May 18th. I think that's the date that I said for a live show again. Or something. Yeah. We'll oh, yeah. Posted. As of right now, who knows? But who we'll knows? say yeah it's until otherwise. Up. It's up in the air. Yeah. yeah. So this week on the docket is we have the – we're going to do our Onward review. Shane finally saw it. We're going to do mm-hmm. our Pixar rankings that we talked about last week. And we've got some other fun things planned. If you like what we're doing, you can throw us a couple bucks over on patreon.com slash Josh and around underscore podcast. Josh and dot around underscore podcast. It is now. Uh, or no, 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 no. I'm getting that confused with Instagram. Yes, Patreon. you are getting that confused with Instagram. Patreon so. is just patreon.com slash Josh and around podcast. Josh and around podcast. Yep. Uh, we are going to be doing the patreon exclusive episode regardless of what, if we hit the dollar sign or not i don't know when we're going to do that i'd say maybe in the next week or mm-hmm. so and um speaking of support i just want to mention i i let uh, uh mike and josh know this i think last night uh we're, we've gone international yes we've officially gone international so if you're listening from outside the united states however you found us uh we appreciate it thank you um I, I can't I'm honestly shocked. Yeah. We've got Brazil, we've got Japan, the Netherlands, the UK, a little bit of Canada representation in there. So yeah. thank you to those people. Yeah, thank you very yeah. much. Thanks uh, for listening. I have no doubt they're not listening because they agree with Josh's takes. It's definitely <laughs> the opposite. Thank you nonetheless. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the support. Mm-hmm. This week, we don't have a Patreon topic because we're still kind of catching back up from quarantine yep. action. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, we still have a beer of the show. Yep. Again, everyone's different. This is different because we're in quarantine. We're in lockdown. This week, I have, and I'll start it, it's called All Together. It's just an IPA, and it's from Other Half Brewery out mm-hmm. here in New York. But here's the cool thing about it is that they – kind of outsourced the uh i can't see okay here you can see it there they yeah. kind of outsourced the um the can design recipe the recipe so uh, it's like oh. you can there's other breweries you can go to tired hands out in pennsylvania you can go 
to other breweries all throughout the United States and get the same exact beer with like their own unique, that brewery's own unique twist on it. Interesting. It's so, like, it's like open source, beer. open sourced beer. Yes. I like that. So that's, nice. that's cool. If this is a cool one, cause no matter where you are in the United States, you can probably, maybe even outside the United States, you could probably find all together at your local brewery. So cool. Little unique one. You got some ASMR. I hope you got the can. Got the sip, good, standard IPA. It has a little bit of citrus aftertaste in it, some absolute citrus notes. Doesn't really say on the can what's in it. I could probably look it up. Uh, I'll give it a three and a half out of five. Nice. Very that's, nice. That's, that's, that's solid. Yep. All righty. Next, I have a Sam Adams Porch Rocker. Oh, I saw it nice. at Eggman's the last time I was in there, and I was very excited. Every time I have it, it reminds me of summer, and goddamn, do we need that now. So, let's see. Open it up. Oh, yeah, that's so good. It does. It just makes you think of summer, you know, barbecuing, having a couple burgers, hanging out. It's just oh, great. That would be great. I just... I hope that we can do that. Uh, yeah. Oh. That's that's good stuff, Josh. So what do you give it? Uh, I would give it a four and a half out of five stars. Wow. Very nice. And the okay, only reason it's a half a star down is because it is sweet and tangy. So if I had too, like, too many of these, it would just, the sweetness would. Give you a bellyache? Yeah, I wouldn't like it anymore. Like you have a little tummy ache? Little baby tubby hood. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nice. Um, I have a uh, very local brew. Um, it's Apollo 8. Oh. Uh, it's in glass right now. Ooh. Apollo 8. Uh, I got a growler courtesy of our uh, fan of the show, uh, Paul. Shout out, Paul. Thank you very much for sending this to me. Fan of the um, show. Paul, fan of the show. It's called Apollo 8. Um, it's by Fairport Brewing Company. Um, very local to us. Um, and I've had this uh, many times before. Um, but this is the first time I've had it at home from a growler and it's, uh, I think it's two weeks old at this point. Um, but it's still holding. It's pretty good. Nice. So I'll give it a sip right now. Yeah, that's solid. It's a, uh, it's, it's a double IPA, but I don't really get the double IPA from it at all. Um, which is both dangerous and awesome. Uh, yeah, can definitely similar to you, Josh. Definitely reminds me of summer. Yeah, I apologize. Uh, that that's one of the few IPAs that I do enjoy drinking. One, but two, I have not great memories associated with that. <laughs> one, so why is that? Uh, because like Shane, I believe I got a growler of it one time and uh, had it at a pregame and drank a decent amount of it and. It didn't. It didn't go so well that night. So, yeah. Very nice. That's that's a lot of Josh's stories. That is, that, is him having too much at the pregame and not, and then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so cool. that was beer of the show. Beer of the show doesn't it hits different when you're not when we're not all drinking the same one. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I didn't even give it a rating. I just. Oh yeah. It, 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 it's such a standard. This is such a standard beer for me that I just you know. So what would you give it? Um, standard 4.25 out of 5 okay yeah standard it's, it's 
it's uh it's like above average on my scale um but like the the I, like i'm so used to it now that it's not gonna pop on my scale yeah wow well mm-hmm. that's i guess that's beer of the show for you yeah yeah just hits different it's yeah so weird this is all just uh it just it does hit different it hits so different. Before we started the show, we were talking about the ranking the Pixar movies. I just got to fill you guys in right now. My phone died as I was building the list, and it didn't save any of it. So I'm just going to have to freeball it when we get to that segment. Um, I love it. I love it. But I got a pretty good idea of what I like and don't. So it'll be fun. Um, Next up was before we get to any of that, though. Earlier in the week, our friend, listener of the show, uh, Ben, sent in this uh, cool little graphic. It was Build Your Own Avengers Team. It's going around the internet. People seem to like it. Uh, it's like you got 15 bucks. Heroes are tiered in it. Josh can post it on the Instagram. Also, post it. segue, last week, Josh did do his dice game on mm-hmm. the Instagram. I did, yes. And if for those of you that missed it, Josh, what did you do? You ran them uh, th- three miles. I ran three miles. Yep. Okay. Wow. That, that was the first first activity that I rolled. Uh, it sucked. If you didn't see it, I do. I think I can save it. I don't know. It was horrible. I hated every minute of it. Um, now, is that something you plan on doing again, running? Uh. Mm. Not really. <laughs> I mean, if it's like a 5K, you know, for charity or some shit like that, I'll do it. But I I won't be running in my free time for fun. Uh, it's not, it's just not enjoyable. I'd rather just walk a really long distance or something like that. Okay. Yeah. No. And then what Very else nice. did you do? You painted, you, you did, you tried to draw the Justice League I saw. I tried to draw the Justice League. It didn't come out. <laughs> terribly like it was so oh, i don't know about that i mean <laughs> hang on i think i have it right here you can let me see you we got post that up on the instagram that's gotta go on the instagram yeah, yes. yeah. that's gotta be our new maybe our new logo i don't know if you I'll can put, see I'll it put the, i'll put the josh brown logo right up right <laughs> oh, holy shit oh that's I, I i need to get a high res of that i'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take a picture and send it but uh i mean that's it's so not horrible the faces definitely are lacking in the detail that they need, but I'm the definition of I'm below an amateur. Like I am not I'm below. Yeah. What? You're a rookie. Yeah. yeah Robbins. It's uh, so I mean for my skill level I think it's fine, but I'll po- I'll post it up there too and people can vote on it. I'll finish it sometime this weekend. So then you also did uh what was the other thing you did I saw that you paint you planted some pots? Uh, I needed to pot some of my plants because they were all too many pots. And yeah, that was, uh, I rolled a nat 20 and got to do whatever I wanted. That's what I wanted to do because it's forever. So yeah, replanted some of my plants, took a nap. That was fun. Not Mm -hmm. good content, I was told by the people who did see the thing. But uh, (laughs) yeah, what else did I do? Um, Oh, I cleaned. I had to do my dishes. So I got to clean. Um, oh, I baked something. I made, uh, chocolate covered pretzels, but they were like mini Reese's and mini Snickers that I just melted over the pretzels in the oven. Came Mm -hmm. out really good. They tasted delicious. They are all gone now. That was like the 
bare bones definition of like bake something. <laughs> I just, I had nothing like I don't have flour, I don't have sugar, like I don't have anything to actually bake something. And I had just had lunch like thirty minutes prior to that, so I wasn't gonna like cook a meal that I'm not gonna eat. So yeah, it was uh it was very bare bones, but it was delicious and I was happy with it. Oh, uh, you know what? You did it. That's that's what counts. Yeah. I, I th- thank you for for sticking with it and uh, and doing all those activities. Yeah, it was you know, definitely a treat. It was uh, something to give people some fun content to watch. Oh, and the last thing I did was uh, I asked people what should be the last activity. Some people wanted me to do another uh, run, which I was like, "Fuck no, that's not happening." But uh, one of our friends, Ryan, suggested I shave my beard into a goatee. So I did that. It, and he still has it. I still, still have has it. it. It's, I'm like, nice. bro, just because, you know, I'm, I don't, I, there's no point in shaving right now. So, um, but yeah, yeah, still there. Let it ride. Yeah. Let it ride. Back nice. to the Avengers thing. All right. So the whole graphic, you get 15 bucks. They're tiered $1, $2, $3, $4, $5. Josh has the whole thing in front of him. I can yeah. see him looking on his phone right now. If you want to break down these heroes by tiers, so you got 15 bucks, build your best Avengers team. Yeah. So first of all, I'd like to say I don't agree with a few of these dollar amounts given to some of these heroes. Um, it might make a little sense in the like MCU un- universe, but in the comic universe, like the, some of the people at $1 are like, way undervalued and i just don't understand it mm-hmm. um should we go five to one or one to five uh, well i just want to let's do one to five all right and i just want to preface this by i mean it looks like it's a popularity contest yeah absolutely yeah, that's like, exactly it, there's no regard to strength or any sort of actual skill you also want there's some like team. blatant sexism there you got ant man <laughs> at the four dollar tier and wasp who has a night virtually identical she's actually better she has masters and can fly so right like virtually identical power set dollar cheaper like i don't know yeah okay so yeah josh why don't you i also have the graphic but josh why don't you uh start at the five dollar tier and we'll go down to one all right so based on what shane said with the popularity thing the five dollar tier is basically the original avengers from the movie it's captain america iron man black widow thor and hulk now, in my opinion, Thor and Hulk are pretty much the only two who really deserve to be in the five dollar tier. Mm-hmm. Out of those people, like uh, B- Black Widow is a, a two or a one. Yeah, well, yeah, in, she, in my book, yeah, she should not be. She should not, not even, be not in class. I mean, and just for reference, too, you have Tony Stark at the five dollar tier, and then War Machine, who is the Iron Man suit, but just with different guns at the one dollar tier so it's like yeah right it's, it's like the same value it's like the value is just so yeah it, i'm pretty sure a 12 sense. year old made this <laughs> so, um, so yeah so the, the, let's keep going the four dollar tier is hawkeye spider-man ant-man doctor strange and black panther yeah. um I agree with Doctor Strange here. I think he's a four to five dollar tier guy. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think Doctor Strange should be bumped up into the four do- or the five dollar yeah. tier. Just yeah, but I, I yeah. Spider Man, meh, yeah, that could see that. I mean, Hawkeye. Mm. Hawkeye's not worth four dollars. Like if you don't if you don't have a an actual superpower, 
or something really close to superpower, you shouldn't be past the two or one in my yeah. Opinion. He's dead accurate with the uh, arrows. <laughs> super. That's yeah. not a superpower. He comes out of the arrows and then he's fucked. So I don't know. He he just he, he doesn't he doesn't he's not in the same classes. I, I I can't comment on Black Panther because I haven't seen the movie. So I'll let you guys comment on that. Yeah, he's definitely he's he's a I'd say he's four three to four dollar tier. I would say three to four dollars. Yeah, he's like right there with Captain America. Yeah, he's like maybe a dollar above Captain America, wherever you would put him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because his suit is like more powerful too, and he's just yeah, I would yeah. I would agree with that. So yeah, just, um, I mean, and that's the thing, Ant Man, like he he's got a cool power, but I don't know if four dollars. I don't know if he should be on the top end. He middle would be where I would put him, honestly. Yeah, I'd put him. I, I think he's he's in a solid spot there. Um. The real travesty happens at three, two, and one. Three, so two, and one is yeah. At, at the at the three dollar tier, you have Loki, Wasp, Star Lord, Gamora, and Groot. Uh, you mentioned Wasp. How, I don't know how she could be a tier below Ant Man. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. Loki is just as much of a god as Thor, and he's like uh, that. That blows my mind. At least three dollars. I mean, you know, he should. Yeah, he got him. jobbed. He got he gets jobbed out by Thanos pretty easy. Like. Yeah, well, yeah. Was that was that for the was that for the movie or? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Loki should be in the four dollar tier. He's a little less powerful than Thor, but he's still a god at the end of the day. So like, and you don't have to make them even. I mean, th- these people made each tier the even amount of or the same amount of people, but like that's not really how it should work because. Yeah, so clearly you, some you of can't these just move people. somebody over just to make it even. Yeah, that wasn't making that wouldn't make any sense. Like, I don't really agree with Star-Lord at three. I agree with Star-Lord at three if he still has the powers of his dad, but, like... True, yeah. He's, he's... He has blasters and can fly with jet boots. Like, that's not a $3... No, no, not at all. He's, like, a low tier. Yeah. Um, I mean, Gamora's an assassin, just like Black Widow, but... Black Widow, Gamora's right. ...at three, and Black Widow's at five. Um... Yeah. The picture that they have of Groot is baby Groot. So, I mean... Yeah, that's, again, a 12-year-old. Yeah, I don't... If it's full-grown Groot, I would give him three, maybe four dollars. Yeah. But baby Groot, uh, I, he's got to be two or one. I love him, but he's yeah. not He's not as strong. Baby Groot's no, yeah. about as useful as, like... An actual treat. Yeah, I was going to say. like a, He's probably more of a nuisance than he has any sort of help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he does save the day in Guardians Two, but like it's not it's he's not there for the hero thing. He's just there for comedic relief. So the two dollars here is Rocket, Drax, Nebula, Happy, and yeah. Scarlet Witch. Okay, worst year I've seen in my life. What is Happy doing here? Happy should not be on this page anywhere. He had like one superhero yeah. thing where he like punched somebody when him and Scarlet, uh, not Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow teamed up in like Iron Man Two, and that was it. Like he's not. Oh, and he saved Spider Man by flying him in a ship, but that was like if you're cool. gonna if you're gonna add somebody like that, like where's Nick Fury? Yeah, yeah, seriously. I, you know what I mean? Like if I'm it, gonna pick anyone from that, I would pick I would pick Nick Fury. They definitely did it because they were like they needed just another head, and they were like. Oh, like 
Yeah, yeah, he was in. He's been in a bunch of movies. So yeah, like yeah, we gotta add him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. And he's useless. Scarlet Witch is a steal at two dollars. Like yes, yes, yep. She yep. jobbed out. She she literally was one on one in Thanos. Just no no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, if, one of the strongest characters in the MCU, if not the comics too. Like she's insane, and you're putting her down at two dollars. But Black Widow, who has no powers and just can fight really well, is at five. Like that makes no sense. And I'm I'm looking at this and I'm actually realizing no Captain Marvel. Yeah, she's an easy five dollar tier. Like she's a five dollar tier. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. movie wasn't good, but you yeah. Taken out Happy, put Black Widow at two, and put Captain Marvel at five. And right, Captain exactly. Marvel would like mop almost everyone on this list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Save, for like, sure. Scarlet Witch and. Someone that's in a dollar in the single dollar tier, which we'll get to. So, um, Josh, you want to say the one dollar tier? So, the one dollar tier is uh, Vision, Quicksilver, Falcon, Bucky, aka the Winter Soldier, and War Machine. I mean, Vision again, a steal at one dollar. He can do it's, literally anything. I mean, that, that's, that's the biggest joke I've ever seen. How can you put Vision at one dollar? Right. That doesn't make any sense. He is, he is literally like top tier. Like will f- literally can phase through objects. Can like fucking yeah. in the movies shoot some weird ass beam I mean, out of his he's, head. He's he's literally an infinity stone in like a, a living form. I mean, I, it, come on, it blows my mind. I understand in Infinity War he was kind of useless. Like he got stabbed really easily and then was down for the count pretty much. But like. Well, they had to nerf him, though. That was the whole... I mean, like, you can't... But that's the thing. You have to do that because he's so he's powerful. And I right. just don't get... It. Honestly, even Quicksilver at a dollar? Like, I know he didn't play a big part in the MCU, but, like, he has super speed. So does the Flash. And the Flash is, like, one of the greatest characters, you know... I, I don't get yeah. it, like... Well, and... That in his defense, like he hasn't done much in the. I mean, you only have a tiny little window of him in the movies. You don't really know what like the mm-hmm. movie version of him's capable of. Right, that's true. But I'm true. saying, like, he still has super speed. You would think he wouldn't be a dollar. I mean, the the one dollar tier can go against any of the other tiers if they were all a team. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like I, I don't see like Hawkeye at four dollars, but Bucky at one dollar. They're the same type of you know. Yeah, yeah. Of, of a hero. War Machine yeah. is Iron Man, so they, again, that's, you know, so. And that's also, the, the the bottom three, Falcon, Bucky, and War Machine, I would place them at $1 or $2, but when you have other people with the same skills higher up, it just makes no sense. <laughs> Why is Drax in the $2 tier? He's he's nothing. He's, he's nothing. Yeah. He, Drax would fuck up. He'd fuck up Falcon, though. He'd fuck up Falcon. He'd fuck up. He'd probably fuck up Bucky too. I, I was gonna say he'd fuck up Bucky. He could fuck up people on the three dollar tier too. He could definitely fuck up Baby Groot. I don't fuck Baby Groot at three dollars. <laughs> so I think we should come out with one. Yeah, we'll put this one up, and then maybe we'll create our own off, off yeah. camera. I think it would, and you'd actually have to make some tough decisions. That's the thing. I mean, this was not a tough decision for me. Yeah. Like, if I'm no if we're making one. If I'm making a $15 team to, like, win a battle, I'm going Thor, Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, Witch, Vision, and then probably Loki or something like that. Like, that's a top team. Well, I'm pretty sure – like, the thing about the list, though, is that I'm pretty sure it was – 
supposed to go, you pick one from the five, one from the four, one from the three, one from mm-hmm. the two, and one from the one, but they just don't do a good job of Okay, really even so, then that's that's my list. I got Thor in five, Doctor Strange yeah. in four, Loki in three, Scarlet in two, and Vision in one. And that's an unstoppable team if I've ever heard one. I would do... Um, if we were doing it that way, I'd do Hulk at five, Doctor Strange at four, Wasp at three, Scarlet Witch at two, and Vision at one. Alright. I would do... Uh, Thor, Doctor Strange, Loki, Scarlet Witch, Vision. Yeah. I think Wasp is too OP at three. I think she's at like way more utility than uh, Loki does. Because like at what point, like Loki and Scarlet Witch and Vision, like they're all kind of, you don't need three of them. (laughs) You need the power though. If you're going to win a battle, you need all that power. This is just like the uh, the freaking... (laughs) <laughs> the animals debate we had in episode two. Well, the animals that. debate is still unsolved. Unsolved mysteries. <laughs> unsolved mysteries. So we so, did. Uh, but yeah, that was your that's your builder on Avengers team. Yeah. Someone who whoever made that is doesn't understand value at all. <laughs> Needs to go back to kindergarten to learn like dollar. Yeah. yeah so, uh, we'll good try, but we need to make a, we'll make a real one. Oh, uh, you know uh, what we should do. We should do uh, like an MCU draft and draft like a fantasy football team, but with the characters. I love that idea. We have to get a full list though, like of every character. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have and a couple more people too. We'll get a team. Would you do it like an actual football roster? Like who's your quarterback? Like who's your? That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Put like Captain America would be like Captain America would be like Mike Vick Madden two thousand four level. We're gonna do this. This is gonna be a thing. We'll have to prepare for it, but it'll be a thing. We'll take a video of it too, or something. We'll get a couple couple other people involved. Hulk would be like the biggest beast off the edge ever. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) All right, nice. Yeah. All right. What was next? Pixar rankings? Well, no, we got to talk about what, 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 Oh, yeah. What you watching? What you watching? Completely forgot about that. All right. Well. Who wants to start? Wait, 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 wait. Before we even get into what we've been watching, I the one thing that everyone watched this week, all eyes were on, and it wasn't even a TV program, it was the fact that Rob Gronkowski, Buccaneer, unbelievable news. Unbelievable news. We have to talk about it. I can't believe it took, what are we, 30-plus minutes into the show? Rob Gronkowski's joining Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. He's a Buccaneer. Everyone, it broke the internet. I, I, I'm i honestly – what little respect I had for him is definitely gone now um, because this is such a, like, I don't know. I, I don't respect the move whatsoever. Oh, uh, to 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 step away and then like make this shroud of I'm retired. Like don't don't make don't say you're retired if you're not retired. Just say that you're stepping away for a year. Yeah. Like I I just thought it was just a complete it was a ridiculous stunt. And of course he's like down, you know. Good luck to you, Michael, but I I don't, cannot, I don't see this working out that well. I I just really don't. Dude, he okay, first of all, I got to spread I got to denounce the fake news narrative someone put it out there that he lost like 50 pounds he played football at 165 and he literally like two days ago weighed himself he's at 250 
Like, <laughs> like, 50, like 15 pounds, much different than losing 50. Yeah, he'll put uh, he'll put I, 15 pounds back on by the time September rolls oh, around. No, no yeah. problem. I mean, he's still he's still an elite athlete. He didn't lose his ability to like yeah gain or lose weight. I, I don't know who thinks that's an argument, but I just I I first of all, I mean, he has had injuries quite a bit, but he's had a year off to heal. But <laughs> you know, we what remains to be seen is how good these guys are going to function without Bill Belichick. Like, do those can those three only be those three? When they're all together, no. we don't know. No. So we'll see. I don't know. It remains to be seen. We'll see what happens. I'm now. very curious. Like, I'm not happy that this happened just because I don't want to hear Mike boast about his team for the next year. But I, I'm i very curious to see what happens because now you have some pretty big pieces in play. And if they end up sucking, which was my prediction, then clearly it's Belichick and now we all have to wait for well, to retire. If they, if the Buccaneers end up sucking, it will be, I, I think it will go down in history as the biggest, like, biggest disappointment of all time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the hype train is, this is much, this is bigger than even last year Browns level. This is the. Which was hype. So, I mean, this the is other like, day, there are so much expectations. Yeah. I mean, you already have fucking Peyton Manning coming out saying that he thinks that the Buccaneers are a lock for the Super Bowl. Thanks, Peyton Manning. Not speaking of Peyton Manning and. Tom Brady are doing that. Did you see this? The golf tournament with Phil and Tiger? No, I no. didn't see that. What, what They're this? redoing the Phil and Tiger golf tournament, but now it's going to be a pairs. Best, mm. I think it's best ball. Well, no, it can't be. It can't fucking possibly. It must be It must be head-to-head stroke play. It can't be best. It would never be best ball if you're playing with fucking – well, maybe – no. No, I actually don't know how they're going to score this now that I think of it, but it's they're playing in pairs. Brady – and Phil against Tiger and Peyton, and they're airing it in May. I don't know how they're filming it or anything, but that'll be entertaining. It ha- has mad suits on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll be entertaining. But, yeah, so you got Peyton Manning saying that the Buccaneers are a lock for the Super Bowl. Now fucking everyone on ESPN is saying that they're, like, banging up for the Super Bowl. I think they're just going to at least make it to the Super Bowl. I don't like all the pressure, but I have to say, I have to say, like, it, I think it could be one of the best offenses ever put together of all time. I mean, wow. on paper, with the name, with the the names on there, and on paper, I will agree with you. It looks really, really good. I there's think, not a, in, as far as skill positions, there's not a single weakness. But well, running back. Who the hell knows I how they're going to jump? Running back still up in the air, but we'll figure it out. I think so. Well, I, I think I they're actually going to. I think they're going to. No, no. But I think they're going to actually draft someone tonight. Swift, maybe we'll see. Yeah. Time will tell. Dobbins, I'm pretty sure Dobbins. I mean, they're all out there still. Yeah. So does Tampa Bay have a second round pick tonight? Oh yeah, and the rumor is OJ Howard's on the block. I wouldn't be surprised if. So we're recording this on a Friday. I think this is going to come out Monday, or maybe we could even. Yeah, let's do Monday. We'll plan for Monday. Plan is rumor is they might try and deal OJ Howard because they have Cam Brate, Gronk, and OJ Howard. Rumor is trade like deal one of them and then swap seconds with someone so you can get up and take whoever you wanted. Thought they were gonna take uh, what's his face, Clyde, uh, Hell Claire, whatever the fuck three. Oh yeah, three. What what do you, what do Kansas, you call it? Kansas City took him. Yeah, yeah, Kansas. I don't I, know. Hyphenated last name. Hyphenated last name. That's what I was going for. Yeah, <laughs> Maurice Jones, Drew style. Yep. But so I bet you they'll take a running back. They filled up the line. Like on paper, it should. It looks like one of the best offense of all time. I don't have any doubts about Tom, and I don't really have any doubts about Gronk. But it just feels like. Murphy's law pressure. It feels like it feels like the pressure 
it's yeah, it's like too much pressure. It's like when you're playing a game of golf and it's like you got to sink the putt to win. You like know in your head you're not going to make it because like you're just not that clutch. That's how I feel right now. Would you rather? Would you rather they lose like the first game to take some of the pressure off, or keep winning and like hold the pressure because you know they're going to lose a game at some point? I want to go. I want to go sixteen and zero, go into the playoffs, win the <laughs> win the NFC Championship, go to the Super Bowl, and get blown out. Okay, that, so you, you'd rather you want to go as far as possible. I want, I want to have, I want to have a fun ride. I haven't had a fun ride since fucking Josh Freeman had a Pro Bowl year. Like it's been a minute. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. That's not true because a couple years ago, Bucks went nine and seven with Jameis, and they were like they lost the tiebreaker to make it to the playoffs. That was a fun year because they went on like a seven game win streak. That was fun. But I want like I want the fun. I mean, I literally have two of the best players. All I have arguably the best tight end of all time now, and arguably the best quarterback of all time. I don't even think it's an argument. Best quarterback of all time. Yeah. I want to feel like how Patriots fans felt in 2016, 2015. <laughs> That's how I want to feel. So, like, if I, you can give me that, and then we lose in the Super Bowl, whatever. All right. Well, fair enough. We shall, and we I, shall see. I think that Gronk is – I bet you Gronk is going to come back better than he did in that. I think he's, he's going to be healthier, he's going to be faster, and I think he's going to be stronger. I think that's if he wear, If he wears that damn robot arm, I'm going to be – I'm going to lose it. <laughs> you, had whole, you had so much time to rehab, you better not be wearing anything. Well, so he put up a video on Instagram today. He, dude looks fucking yoked. The guy looks in better <laughs> shape than I've ever seen him in, and people are saying, like, oh, he's lost 50 pounds. What are you on, dude? He looks fucking yoked. I, I'm so excited. I already bought my Gronk jersey. I already got – I already have my top TB12 jersey now. Jesus. And they managed to somehow keep intact, like, the best front seven in the entire league. So I, I think it's going to be a good year. So I'm very excited. That was the big news of the week. All eyes were glued to it. I didn't think it was going to happen. It happened. We did watch the NFL draft, so I guess we could start there for what you watch, and we all watched it. Yep, we did. Yep, we were all streaming. Not much happening for the Bills, but they got Stefan Diggs. Some people like it, some people don't. Whatever. How do you feel about how do you feel about watching where the receivers fell, Shane, and then knowing that you traded to get Stefan Diggs? Do you feel happy about it? I feel happy about it because I think um, I'll pull it up again. I'm pretty sure the only one who is really left for tonight is T. Higgins. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, I would not have, I, w- I wouldn't have taken him with the first round pick. So I'm very happy that we just didn't make, didn't give us a choice. We picked, we have a better player. We have a known commodity. Um, you know, it's, I, I like it a lot better. Now we didn't give up, we didn't give up too much for it. And you know, I, I like it. I like it. Now a team that made a big splash in the draft, Miami dolphins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about them? Because they're going to be coming up against the Bills twice a year. Tua, how do you feel about I'm, Tua? I'm well. Let me put it this way: I'm more worried about that cornerback that they took later. They, I think, yeah. they, uh, I don't know if they traded up or whatever, but they picked somebody at the back end. I'm more worried about that guy than I am Tua. Okay, Tua is nothing. He is going to be nothing. He's going to get <laughs> wow. alive by any, every team he plays. He's so brittle. He's weak. He's, he's just he's not a competitor. He he just really isn't. So you're gonna book it now. Tua is a bust. Yes, absolutely. Book it now. And Josh Allen is 
uh, elite. Elite, <laughs> elite, a suit. Would you say superstar? I'm gonna. Uh, it's really hard to not to not be a homer here, but I'm gonna say he's gonna be top ten at, at quarterback this year. This year, okay. Wow. If if they play football, <laughs> there uh, there's no way they don't play football either. If it even if they don't have to have. Even if it's like you can only play if there's nobody in the stands, there's no way that they're not going to yeah. do it. I, I agree. It's too big of a money machine to, yeah. to stop. And they but, had the um, biggest uh, uh, turnout ever for the viewership for the draft last night. So people are hungry, and they know it. They're yeah. like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm going to say that he's going to be top 10 at his position um, in most most categories. Uh, bold statement. <laughs> but yep. we'll see how it plays out. Josh, the Vikings had a big night, two picks. Yeah. I was not. Uh, You're not happy about it. I mean, I'm. I, I've said this a couple times. I'm sure in the long run it'll be fine, but I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it until something happens. They need an offensive line to help out Cousins. Last night they picked up a wide receiver and a cornerback, who yes are very good, and we did technically need a cornerback because we got rid of Rhodes, but you need an offensive line. You picked up a wide receiver. Cousins can't throw the wide receiver the ball if the offensive line isn't protecting him. So, and yes, we got rid of Diggs. So we did need, I guess, a second wide receiver. But like, was that what's important when the ball can't get to him? Or I just, I don't get it. I, I, I mean, I know I'm not the one who's making these decisions. It's probably a good idea because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I to me it doesn't make any sense why you'd pick up a wide receiver when we still need a lot of help at offensive line. So I um <clears throat> I see the Vikings as just one of those teams that right right now the way they're the way they're constructed they will never get over the top. Yeah. They are like just they're pretty much there. They'll win a playoff game maybe two for a couple more years. Yeah. And it's Kirk Cousins. And then they're going to be back down to nothing. It's Kirk Cousins' fault. It's not That's what that's what's holding you back. Kirk Cousins think, is not a winner. I yeah, I 100% agree with that. I don't think he's a winner. I think he can maintain a game. I don't think he can win the game. And I, I just I don't understand the drafting. They always do this. They always go with defense and like positional players. They don't really go for the offensive line or like anything quote unquote smaller. Like it's it just blows my mind. I'm like I understand you have a reputation of having a very good defense, but like the defense is pretty solid. I know we've lost a couple people here and there, but like you need an offensive line. That's been a huge problem for you since since Adrian Peterson had his big breakout year and like ran for their record yards or whatever. That was the last time the offensive line was like truly good and like gave protection and opened up holes for everybody. And then ever since then, like our the quarterback's been hit or sacked, or, like, our rushing yards haven't been that great. And I'm just like, am I watching a different game? Like, again, I know I haven't, like, you know, analyzed everything, and, like, I'm not getting paid to, like, watch these games and figure out what our problem is. But, like, to me it seems pretty clear that you need some offensive linemen. And when you don't – like, they could have easily tried to trade up uh, to where Tampa Bay traded up. Was it Tampa Bay? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was still like some sol- a solid offensive tackle that was available. And some say the best in the some say the best in the draft. A lot that, of people had him projected to go. No I'm more. like, oh, maybe they'll trade up and try and get it 
because he's fallen so far, and then they didn't, and Tampa Bay traded to get one spot up. There was he did it, and I was like, okay. There was no way that the Buccaneers would have let that happen, though. Like, oh, I'm sure they wouldn't. They're, have. they're in like they're in win now mode, like, and they literally had to sign someone off to off of the fucking shit tier free agency to fill in at right tackle. Like, they couldn't afford to not take a tackle. Yeah. So it it, it, it all happened for a reason, Josh. <laughs> the reason is that the Vikings are gonna. Smile, you you are now children of the Buccaneers. <sighs> yes, yes. It's ridiculous. Yes. It's just I don't I don't know. We'll see what happens. I could be dead wrong, but I think. They, yeah, watch I mean, them just have a great year. What was that? <laughs> so to watch them just have a great year. If they have a great year, I'll you know I'll take back everything I said, but uh, I don't see that happening. And they extended Cousins' contract by like three years or something like that. I could see him getting injured and not playing for a year because like he's going to get hit so much. Honestly, well, that's but. great because they're going to draft uh, Jalen Hurts. That's, my, <laughs> that's that. That's my prediction. All right. Wow. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I feel like it. I you feel, feel like it, I you feel it coming. Mm. Yep. Mm. All right. Interesting. Other than that, what has everyone watched? Josh, why don't you go first? All right. I. What did I watch? I've been watching. Uh, I watched Broad City. Oh, nice. Yeah, old uh, Comedy Central show. It's on Hulu now, and I needed. You know, I like my thirty-minute comedies. I needed another one because all mine are. Coming to an end, and a lot of it. That's a funny. That's a funny show. Yeah, I'm on season four now. I think there's only five or six, so I'm gonna need another show pretty soon. Have you ever seen Nathan for you? What? Have you ever seen Nathan for you? No, I think I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. That should be your homework for next week. Watch Nathan for you. Nathan for you. Come back and report. All right. I'm very interested to see Josh's take on that. What is that? Netflix or what is that on? It'll it'll be on Hulu. Hulu, okay. It'll be on Hulu, and I think you're not gonna like it. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) but it it is it is one of I think one of the best shows Comedy Central's put out in like the past like decade. Is it a is is it a sketch comedy show? Nope. No. Okay. It's like well, it's like sort of. Yeah. it's, it's sort of. in a breed of its own. You really can't yeah, put it, it into a box. You can't put it into a yeah. box. All right. I'll, th- I'll throw that on next after I finish Broad City and okay. see how it is. Um, I Oh, I started watching a series of unfortunate events. Mm. Uh-huh. I watched. I started watching it a while ago, but I was in the middle of rereading the books because I never like finished the series. Um, and in the first episode, it like kind of gave away something in like the end of the books, or at least I thought now that I've watched it, it wasn't giving anything away. But, uh, so I was like, shit, well, I'm not going to watch it cause I'm reading the books right now. Um, also I found the acting, like the kids acting was a little not great and I didn't love it, but so now I'm watching it and they got a lot of big name actors in it and it's not terrible. It's still kind of weird and quirky and corny but it's grown on me so it's not it's not as not nearly as good as the books oh from no. what i remember as yeah. a kid I, yeah. I read them in as i was a kid and i loved them but i yeah, watched I the show and kid as well yeah. I, I watched the show didn't love it i had to stop yeah i i'm just watching it because it seems like in the books they don't answer a lot of questions they bring up a lot of like mysteries and stuff but nothing ever really gets solved yeah. which i guess like 
the last chapter of the book kind of says that's kind of the point because like you don't always know everything and you go into the great unknown whatever so i'm watching it i'm gonna watch it all the way through just because i want to know if they answer more things because it seems like they are like it's more towards that which i'm curious about because i the whole point i liked reading them was because it had an interesting mystery about it but i never found out the answers which always pisses me off um so yeah uh started watching that that don't have any yeah you like concrete easy to understand i like it when it's complex (laughs) too but i just say it's like they're kids books i want an ending to a kids book like come on um i've watched a couple comedy specials oh yeah i watched uh serious black jumper on amazon prime i believe is what it was called it's pretty funny um and then i watched something called the blind date which was i think also on amazon prime um which it wasn't it wasn't very funny but it was really interesting to watch uh basically it's a comedian who brings his date to the club that he's headlining at for the night and they sit down in like the front row and you know like the warm-up people are coming up and they're just doing their thing and then they announce the headliner and it's him and he goes up and like does like a five minute sketch and then he like turns to the woman that he asked on the date and he's like would you like to have dinner with me and they have like their first date on stage in front of everybody and <laughs> it's interesting like, it's very cringy at times but it's oh, it's really interesting to watch it's not very funny but it's it's an interesting little thing like it's different so, so i have to stop you before you even continue because okay. this is like this is the, this is perfect so you wanted to watch some comedy and you go to amazon prime no, I saw commercials. I saw commercials for these two things. Like I saw like one bit that they did, and I was like, "Oh, that looks funny. I'll go watch it." Because I have nothing else to watch. So because you realize that like Netflix is like the home of stand-up specials. Like, yeah, they have I more stand-up specials. Than... It's just funny that someone that has objectively bad taste in comedy <laughs> doesn't decides <laughs> he's going to go to Amazon Prime for his comedy. Then it's not, it's, not then... Decided to go. it's that I saw commercials. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It just sounds like a big of a coincidence. I've seen a lot of the Netflix ones. I love the Netflix ones, but I'm just that's what they were on. So the the marketing works. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay, the target audience is that it? Uh, I think that's all I've really watched. Uh, oh, on Earth Day, I watched a couple nature documentaries on Disney Plus because they were like, why the hell not? Um. How do, you, how do you feel about the Earth? I think we're doomed, honestly. Well, <laughs> we're all doomed. Um, I watched. I watched. They were very misleading. I watched Dolphin Reef, which I thought was going to be about dolphins, like in all this. Stuff. <laughs> but there was like, it was. It was basically just about the entire reef ecosystem, and like I was like, well, I didn't care about that. I wanted to watch it because it was about dolphins. I thought like, yeah, I like, they, roped, they roped you in again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And they do this thing, like, I don't like documentaries where they, like, give the animals names and, like, create a story for them. And, like, oh, Echo went swimming with his mom. Let's see them see them catch some fish. And I'm, like, just stop. Like, that's not. I'm like, not what do you want to call them? Dolphin 1, Dolphin 2. Like, what do you mean? No, but I'm saying, like, I don't. Those aren't the ones I enjoy. I enjoy the ones, like, there was a new, there was a, 
there was a nature documentary about New Zealand um, where it just like went through the wildlife of New Zealand and was like, this is the, you know, Kiwi bird or whatever. It's very rare. It, you know, has a long nose. It does this. Like, I like hearing information about the animals and the wildlife. I don't like hearing a story of like that they made up for the dolphins and shit. Like you like so, the plain boring. You are a David Attenborough type. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I'm not, I'm not watching. Like if I want a story, I'll go watch a dolphin tale or whatever. The, the story <laughs> of the dolphin who lost his tail. Like I don't need a scripted thing on a nature documentary. I'm watching Fucking. to get information about animals. I don't know about like that's read a book. <laughs> That's what you oh, want. Fuck, I want to see them live <laughs> in person. Come on. Oh, dear. See so, a book. Go online. That's shit take. That's just, that's, fuck you. So, yeah, right. that's, I'm pretty sure that's everything I watched. Shane, nice. how about you? Well, we finished uh, Downton Abbey last mm. weekend. Done? Six, six seasons and a movie. You watched the movie? Yeah, the movie was basically another episode. Ah. I mean, the episodes are already typically an hour to an hour and a half long. Mm. And I think the movie was like two hours. So it was just, it was basically, um, it took place maybe like three weeks after uh, the, the last episode. Um, so it was basically an addendum. Did it, did, that did that was the finale. Conclusion to the series? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Did you cry ever? Nope. No crying there. Um, I mean, it was it was a good show, and I definitely enjoyed it. But uh, no, no, no crying. Wow. Okay. Um. What else? Uh, Veep. We're watching Veep. Oh yeah, I want to watch that. That it's a great show, Josh. That's that's it's funny. That is a funny show. I'll uh, I'll put that on the list too. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What else have we stumbled upon? Other than uh, it's pretty much been Veep all week. Wow, Veep uh, all that's, week. That's pretty much that's pretty much been it. Yeah, okay. Veep all week. Deep diving in the Veep. Oh, uh, Westworld, of course. Oh, so yeah. I haven't seen any of it. I'm God, man, it now. is. I, I have been loving it. I know people will have some gripes, but I, I have been loving it. So I great. should do it at some point. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, because season one is. If you haven't watched any of it, season one is amazing. No, I liked season one. I didn't like season two. Oh, <laughs> you have watched it. I thought you didn't watch it for some reason. No, I've seen it. I liked season one. Season two is like, it was like watered down season one. Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, yeah, so I didn't love that. Uh, but yeah, that's so that's all you watched. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm I'm racking my brain. Oh, oh well, onward. Right, oh, as we right. get in, we'll get to that. that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, I watched, um, you know, I had to watch Vanderpump Rules, had to watch Below Deck, mm-hmm. nothing new there, uh, you know, Stassi's <clears throat> gonna get engaged next week on Vanderpump Rules, so that'll oh, be cool. Wow. Um, Stassi and Bo, they got in a fight too the day before they were gonna get engaged, so that's crazy. <laughs> and then Paget, Paget is... Paget. <laughs> Uh, has a uh, so they fired Parker on Below Deck. Parker was like a re- little bit of a rebel. Uh, they actually they offered for him to stay, and he was like, "I think it's best for me and my family if I leave because I can't control myself here." So he quit. <laughs> I got a new guy. Um, and then it showed Parker got engaged to his like girlfriend that like wanted a break. So I'm not really sure how that all worked out. <laughs> 
Uh, 90 Day Fiance. I forgot to mention it last week. The new season started somewhere in the hiatus that we had. That little hiatus. The new season started. I'm watching that. That's on Sunday. So I got my Sunday nights. I got my 90 Day Fiance. If you've seen the memes on the Barstool Instagram, I've seen him there. No Neck Ed. <laughs> no, I haven't I've not seen, that. seen that. It's a guy who looks like he doesn't have a neck. He looks like one of those like uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledums. Mm. Like very heavy, very very heavy stomach, beer belly, and doesn't have a neck. That's no neck Ed. Um, so uh, the way Ninety Day Fiance works, there's people that bounce around. It's it bounces around between couples. There's one guy, Soja Boy, and Lisa. <laughs> His name's Usman. He's from Africa, and he's mm. actually a rapper in uh, South Africa oh. that uh, apparently people know. But Lisa is a 55-year-old white woman, and uh, they're in the midst of trying to convince Usman, Soja Boy's mom, to let him get married. So that's interesting. He definitely is in it for a green card. Um <laughs> There's another one, No Neck Ed and Rose. She's from the Philippines, and she's 20, and No Neck Ed is 55. He goes to the Philippines to get her to, uh, you know, come home with him to America. No Neck Ed sleeps, gets to the Philippines, and realizes that, like, it's literally like a dump. What do you, what do you expect? You're in the Philippines. Like, this is not a five-star resort. He's like, there's like, uh, they have like, you know, the tin, it's like classic, like tin roof style and like there's water leaking everywhere. He has to, no neck, Ed has to shower with Rose's dad. <laughs> and the shower is just a bucket that you take, you take a cup and, uh, you know, pour the water on your head. So that was cool. No neck, Ed then says, because he has a skin condition, he can only sleep on thousand thread count sheets convenient <laughs> so so no neck ed gets out of the philippines and uh they go to a resort so that that was where they left no neck ed there's also peter who's a 60 year old dude who's been talking to uh some russian blonde chick who's 20 years old 25 years old he's been talking to her for eight years or something like that he goes oh, to rush he goes to russia to meet her shot ukraine actually shocker she doesn't show up where she's supposed to. And then you find out not only is this the first time he's tried to do it, they've tried to meet like five times. She's never showed up. So now she has her address somehow. And where the episode left off was he drove out to her town and knocked on her apartment. That's where the episode ended off. But it's that it's, it's, a, it's totally a dude. It's absolutely, yeah, absolutely a dude. And it's funny because like, so she doesn't show up at the train station and then they can only, he can only talk to her on the dating app he doesn't even have her phone number or anything oh my god so then god. he's like I, I, can't, I can't i'm not i don't have my computer i can't i can't <laughs> talk to her right now what a disaster and then uh yeah so he's absolutely getting catfish then there's some girl named yolanda <laughs> nice yolanda, yolanda and uh wi- uh williams and williams is absolutely a catfish <laughs> some guy's like 25 years old ripped as fuck she's like 55 year old williams apparently lives in the uk then all of a sudden his, her daughter does like some ip tracing she's like williams's like ip address is located in uganda 
Oh my god. And then she like messages him and she's like, Are you from Uganda? And she's like, Williams hasn't answered me back. And then like a couple days later, she gets an email and it was like, We have these pictures of you and we're going to send them to all your friends and family if you don't give us money. And she goes to her daughter and she's like, So this email address sent me this thing and they're threatening me with these pictures. And they're like, Well, who'd you send them to? She's like, I only sent him to Williams, but he would never do something like that. And she's like, well, when you expose a hacker, like, they tend to do stuff like that. She's like, I don't think it's Williams. <laughs> like, oh, oh, no, it's God. definitely Williams. Williams. No it's way. It's pretending to be. Yes. All right. You, 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 got me, you got me interested. They're all on – if you have a YouTube TV, you can watch all the episodes. It's called Before the 90 Days, 90 Day Fiance. Before the 90 Days, call on 90 Day Fiance because they'll take the – the ones that succeed through this, there's like a eight or ten couples in this. The ones that succeed will, they'll have the actual engagement too, probably. Wow. Um, so I would recommend it. It's a good time. Other than that, I watched the NFL draft. Got so caught up in the Gronk stuff. Um, <laughs> and then I don't really think I've watched uh, watched much much else. My wife was watching. I, I tried to do it. The uh, show on Netflix. What's it called? Uh, Outer Banks. Oh, I've only seen the trailer. Oh, yeah. Not, not really it's not really for us. Not really for us, from what I've not, not for us, not for us. Um, but that's about all I watched. Have you so... seen the, uh, there's some new show on Netflix or whatever where it's like a bunch of really attractive people, but they can't like hook up. Oh. And if they don't do it, they win like $100,000 or some shit like that. Yeah. You know, like hot something. Yeah. I, I always see it pop up, but I haven't watched My it. My wife watched that. I, that to me <laughs> seems like the dumbest concept, and I'm shocked that they actually made it into a show. Yeah, that is shocking. I s- saw the last episode of it, uh-huh. and I can tell you it's about as dumb as it gets. Okay, like that is one. That is one. Josh, I will say, is not for that. You won't. Not a good one. Yeah. You want the best reality TV? Like that's not where it is. Ninety Day Fiance. I think you would like Ninety Day Fiance. <laughs> I'll you know. Um, maybe I'll give it a try. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been watching. And I don't think there's anything else. I, there's movies. Oh, oh, one thing I saw that we talked about last week. You know how I was saying that Scooby-Doo, they should just put that new Scooby-Doo movie out on Videos On Demand? Oh, yeah. It's coming out in May. Videos oh, On Demand. There you go. They, 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 they heard, listened. They listened. They listened. I said Tom Brady's going to be a Buccaneer. Tom Brady becomes a Buccaneer. I said Gronk's going to become a Buccaneer. Gronk becomes a Buccaneer. I say put Scooby-Doo on demand. They put Scooby-Doo on demand. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty confident about this May 18 live show. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're listening. Yes, they're yes. Listening. Uh, nice. I couldn't find Scooby, like the original live action ones. I couldn't find it on anything. So, yeah, we'll do that next week, right? Like we'll watch that next week because I, I actually want to. I still want to watch the. I'd, I'd watch that one. I, I, I always enjoyed that movie. Yeah. yeah. We'll find it. Good that Scooby. was my best Scooby. No, yeah, nice, good, good Scooby. So, speaking of movies, you want so we'll do onward first, and then we'll do or no, no, we'll, no, do, we'll do ranking, ranking first, Pixar. We'll do okay. Yeah. So you guys have your list. You guys put them together. Like I said, my phone died. Deleted my list. Who wants to start? You want to rock paper scissors for it? What do you want to do? Um, I'll give it to Josh. All right. We're only doing top 10, correct? Yep. Top 10. All right. Yep. First of all, I want to say, are we all in agreement that uh, Good Dinosaur is the dead last movie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah, wanted to make I sure that, that was clear that that's like our bottom tier movie. Mm-hmm. All right. 
I'll go. I'll go ten to one. Yeah, let's go ten. All to right. One. So we have. Hang on. Okay. Oh, so, wow. There was one on there. I have Finding Nemo. That's number one? That's number 10. Oh. We're going 10 to 1. 10 to 1. 10 to 1. It's a good movie. Okay. You know? Yeah. It pulls I, on the heartstrings a little bit. Uh, I love the. Have you ever heard the fan theory behind it? Oh, that door. Uh, he, someone was like mentally. I don't know. It, some sort of depression or something. Nemo, Nemo was never actually real, and it's the story's about Marlin. Uh, dealing with the loss of his, you know, kids and his wife, and every one of the characters represents a different uh, hmm. mental disorder or something like that. I want to say it was. Do you believe Interesting. it? I mean, I, it works perfectly with the movie. Honestly, you have somebody who's OCD, split personalities. Uh, like, there's there's a bunch that go along with it. If you ever have time, look it up. It's a great read, and it fits perfectly with the movie. Okay. Um, coming in at number nine, Toy Story 2. Hmm. It's a good movie. You know, it's, uh, better than Toy Story 4, but it's not one of the better ones. You know, it's got an interesting story. They switched it up a little bit. It was fun. I liked it. How How about that song that they play when, um, they, Jesse gets left behind? Oh, not I Will Remember You. Uh... Oh, what was it? You know, I don't know, but I, it, it, it hits it hits good. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about, but all that's playing in my head now is the Sarah McLaughlin song. Yeah, that's all that I'm picturing. Yeah, it's a good song. Gets you know really. Gets Can you me. imagine if they played the Sarah McLaughlin "I Will Remember You" in Toy Story instead of whatever the fuck they played? And in- oh, it would get it would hit even harder, probably. <laughs> no. you know, the dog commercials that it goes with. <laughs> But yeah, they introduce a lot of new characters really well. It's just it's it's a great build of the entire story arc. I love it. Um, coming in at number eight, we got Monsters Inc. Great story. It's um, I'm interested to see what you're. Yeah, doing. I. Top five are if Monsters Inc. is at eight. Uh, and Toy Story Two is at nine. I'm very interested to see. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, it's a fun story. It's got a lot of great one-liners. You know, it's it's just good, good stuff, fun, interesting ideas. I love it. I love it. Uh, coming in at number seven, we have A Bug's Life. You okay. know, can't can't say too many bad things about it. It's just good. You know. Great story about the little ants standing up to the big grasshoppers. You know, it's it's fun characters, good stuff. Can't complain. Just can't complain. I think that had, if I remember correctly, the Pixar short that went along with that was uh, Jerry's Game. Yeah, it was the chess it's one. It's the chess mm-hmm. one. I fucking love that it's, one. It's like my number one, number two Pixar short of all time. I love yeah. it. Same, same here. I, I will agree with you on that front. It's, That's it's my, just, my absolute favorite short. Uh, um, coming in at number six, we have The Incredibles 2. I, wow, Incredibles okay. 2. Wow. I died at this movie. I was laughing the entire time. Uh, we went with a big group of people. I think I really annoyed everybody with how much I was laughing, or at least <laughs> whoever was sitting directly next to me. Um, I I was dying when when Jack Jack fights the raccoon. I was so 
like on the floor laughing. It was hilarious to me. I loved it. The I pinnacle loved- of comedy. What? Jack Jack plays the raccoon. <laughs> the pinnacle of comedy. That's some Amazon Prime shit. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the role reversals. I loved when uh, Mr. Incredible was trying to teach uh, Dash math, and he's like getting so mad. He's like, "Math is math," because I tried to change it, and it was like, "Oh, it's just hilarious. It's so funny. I loved it. Love yeah. it." Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> I understand where this list is going. I don't think you do. Coming in at number five, we have Up. Okay. Fantastic. Starts off hitting you right in the heart, just ah, uh, getting you, and it's funny. I love the. I love when they go to like a mysterious island or some weird shit, and there's all these weird creatures or stuff like that. Doug is a hilarious character. Really, just funny characters all around. It's great. Okay. Uh, number four. Incredibles. It's okay. incredible. I will watch that movie again and again and never get sick of it. It's just, it's a great superhero movie. Some have said it's the best uh, Fantastic Four that's been made. And I have to agree. <laughs> it's, it's better than probably all the other ones that have been made so far. And um, yeah. I don't think it's a probably. I think it's a definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. Love it. Uh, number three. Inside Out. Okay. Fantastic movies. One of the few one of the few times I've cried during a movie in my adult life. I when spoilers, when the imaginary character disappears and sacrifices himself for joy. Ah, ball. It was hilarious or not hilarious. It was so hysterical crying. It was so like, oh my gosh, it gets me every time. I love it. It's such a great story. It's done so well. When they're going through, when they're lost in like the brain and they're going through the memories and they're like, oh, uh, just remember George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and then forget all the rest of the presidents. Like, it just, ah, oh, love it. It's great. Great movie. Fantastic. Great cast. You know, it's just great. Number two. This is what I'm interested in. This one. Toy Story three. Oh, okay. Wow. So I guess I'm really interested in whatever number one is. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Toy Story three. Toy Story three number two. Perfect movie. It's great. They should not have made a fourth one because it takes away from this one a little bit for me. Another time where I've cried in my adult life when they're all grabbing their hands going into the furnace. Honestly, I thought it was it because I did not expect them to make a fourth one. I really thought. Like, that was going to be it. And, I mean, it seemed like that's where it was going. I really wasn't expecting them to get saved. It was great. I love it. Great storyline. It it was right at the time when we were going to college, so it really felt good to watch it. It was – loved it. So can I guess what your number one is? Yeah, go ahead. Is it Toy Story 1? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Number one, Toy Story 1. It's been my favorite Disney Pixar movie ever since it came out. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, Just a classic, classic Disney story. I love everything about it. Uh, When they come to life and freak out Sid, when they go to Pizza Planet, and like it's basically just a Chuck E. Cheese on steroids and... Uh, it, the claw. 
Santa Claus. <laughs> it's just great. When Buzz thinking he's a real astronaut and Woody trying to tell him he's just a toy. I mean, it's hard to get better than that, honestly. It's just, it's Mrs. fantastic. Nesbitt. What? I am Mrs. Nesbitt. Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, just just good stuff. So yeah, that's my top ten. Okay. Nice. All right. Am I am I next? Yeah, you're next. Yeah, because Mike's gotta do his off the cuff, so So I think number ten's gonna shock you guys. Okay. Oh. And number ten is onward. Wow. wow. Number ten is onward. Wow. I won't I won't I won't give too much I won't go too much into it since we're gonna review it. Um but uh I thought I thought this yeah, I thought it was a great I thought it was a really good movie. Wow. Really solid. Movie. Did it hit you in a lot the feels? Definitely hit you in the feels. Um, but not like in your, not too much, not as much as I was expecting. And I don't think too much. Okay. But that's all I'll say about Onward. But that's number 10 for me. It, it instantly jumped in there. Wow. That is shocking, honestly. Um, number nine is Up. Okay. And I will explain to you why it's, it's so low on my list is because I'm not really... <sighs> When it comes to Pixar, you don't like old people. <laughs> I, I don't love. I love com- comedy. I love. I love comedy first. Good story second. Feels third. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so low. You didn't think it had comedy when uh, Russell knocked on his door and is reading from. No, the- that's and- not funny. Oh. I mean, it's 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 okay, it's but like the fact that too. they just started off a movie with like a just gut punch, just it it's a it's, it turns me off. Oh, I like that. No, that's what I liked. Yeah, I like that too. Um, number eight was Monsters U. Oh, huh. um, I like Monsters University. I, I thought it was really, really clever. I loved the way that they incorporated um, college things, but like in a really like f- kind of like like a friendly manner. Yeah, like, yeah, there were a lot of like references and stuff that you would get, you know, as a college student or whatever. But it was they kept it Pixar level. I thought it was really, really clever. Yeah, well done. It's good stuff. Um, <clears throat> number nine, eight, seven, number six, Toy Story two. Okay. So right around where Josh is at. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I thought a great way to build on the original story. A lot of great new characters. I love when they're in the uh, toy store and all the Zergs are there. Oh yeah. Uh, I loved. Uh, I like that. Like Buzz was like the leader and kind of like gaining the trust of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um. That was good. I also a uh, good twist with the uh, the prospector. Yeah, the prospector, was, great twist. Ten year old me did not did not see that one. Yeah, that was, good, that twist, was good. good twist. Good twist. Um, number f- uh, why am I getting confused? Ten, nine, eight, seven. Number six, uh, Incredibles. Yep. Uh, for a lot of the same reasons. Uh, good good superhero movie. It was clever. Um. I, we just watched it recently, a couple weeks ago, again, and it held up nicely. Yeah. Um, it's just, it, it, they do a good job of uh, the villain storyline, too, of like yeah. being rejected and everything. Like It's just oh, yep. it's really good. Really good movie. Uh, number five, Finding Nemo. Okay. Um, you know, it, it's... I think I, I think I liked it a lot more as a kid, but I've, you know, as I've grown up, it's kind of fallen down on my list a little bit. Um. You can definitely tell the next. I mean, with the next four, you can tell I'm definitely an old school Pixar person. Uh, number four is Cars. I don't know how you could omit that, Josh. I, Hello, it's not high up on my list, honestly. Cars is so freaking underrated. It is such a good movie. I love it. Great story. Fantastic soundtrack. 
Loved that. Yeah. That was a good, that was a great movie. That's pretty honestly, it's it's pretty far down on my list to yeah. to say. Mistake. Mistake. Uh number three, Monsters Inc. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone can can complain with that one. That was just good movie. Such a such a hilarious movie. So clever. Um I I guess clever would be high on my list of Pixar movies. Mike was asking. Like the way they, you know, do things. The way they like take things in the the human world, the normal world, and they twist it to put it in the Pixar world. They do a good job. That's yeah, right. they do. Uh, number two is A Bug's Life. Nice. Um, <clears throat> it is, I think it's it's more underrated than Cars. I think a lot of people overlook <laughs> Bug's Life. It's more underrated than Cars. I, I, w- I would almost agree with that just because it was such an earlier movie that people don't give it a lot of credit now. It, it, it's so funny. Fantastic movie. Great, great stuff. Uh, and number one, brrr, Toy Story. I agree with Josh. Oh. Toy Story is like, it has to be number one. It's the best Pixar movie ever made. Uh, oh, good. It, it, yet, yet to see if they can top that. These I, lists are just insane to me. You're, I, I know a couple, I think, that are going to be on yours. And I, I got to tell you, that's you're going to be so raw. This is just, I mean, I don't disagree with a lot of them, but there's some that I definitely disagree. I mean, I, I have to agree with Shay. I think Toy Story is what they, they should be trying to beat. And I mean, Toy Story 3, I think, came close to it. Like, it was like... But it was the same characters, so it's hard to not beat it with that. Uh, Alright. Yeah. Well, so I'll do my uh, <clears throat> my off-the-cuff one. Alright. This is not in concrete. Like a, It's a general it's order. A general. It's pretty close. I have a good idea of what goes where. Um, let me see how many movies there are total. There's one, two, three, four, 22. five, six, twenty, twenty-two. Twenty-two, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> all right. I'm gonna put number ten. I could be off on this, but I'll put number ten. Bugs Life. Wow. Good oh, movie. Wow. You're killing me. Good movie. Hopper is good. Flea Flick is kind of like a a little bit of a dweeb, but whatever. That's the point. That's the best part. That's the, That's the best part. Point, Mike. The, the I understand what the point Come is. On, I understand man. what the point is. But uh, it was so well done. Number ten, Bugs Life. Number nine is Finding Nemo. I think it's the same effect that Shane was talking about. Where I liked it more as a kid. The older you get, it kind of just like wears on you. I think this could also be me just watching it so many times, sort of thing. But yeah, I do it think hot when it came out on TV. I do think it's kind of like a little bit slow. The pacing feels mm. a little slow at times with that movie, but I still love it. I think there's great stuff in there. Yeah. I think the the chick with the braces, she's just a fucking whack job. Darla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what am I on? Number eight? Yeah. Number eight will be <clears throat> Toy Story 2. No, 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 no. Sorry. Ratatouille. Wow. Ratatouille. Ratatouille, number eight. I think it's a great idea. I think the the animation, top notch. I love the fucking bad guy, that weaselly little fuck with the mustache. I don't oh, even yeah. remember what his name is. He's a I fucking hard. He, he sucks, but I love him. He's a good villain. And uh, so, yeah, I'll put that at – what did I put that at? Number eight? Eight, yeah. Number – um. Seven, don't know my numbers, is Toy Story 2. 
Okay. I think that opening sequence with Zer, like when Bugs, uh, Buzz is walking in on that space planet. Yeah. yeah oh, that's yeah. awesome. I always wanted. I, I like that. That was a great opening. I always wanted to play it as a kid, and they never did it justice. So. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever. Number. What am I on? Six now. Six. Yeah. Number six is Inside Out. Wow, that's farther love, than I thought it would be. Wait. <clears throat> yeah, it's Inside Out. I love Inside Out. It's a great movie. Uh, Bing Bong, whatever. He doesn't really – not my favorite. It doesn't hit you in the feels. But I love the part where they go through the abstract thought part of the brain and they, they do like 2d animation and that keeps switching between stuff that part that, is really cool that part was and cool. unique that was a good part it's unique not like most pixar movies number five is coco wow this is, oh my this God. is the what? biggest omission are you kidding in your me? guys list this I, is a part, this is a great movie from top to bottom the animation's awesome the story's great, and it's imaginative as fuck. This is that is a bad take on. It. I think it's one of the best Pixar movies they got. I uh, I mean I I enjoyed Coco. I didn't think it was terrible, but like I definitely don't think it's top ten. It was like I, I don't know. I didn't laugh a ton in it. Like Shane, you say you like comedy and all that stuff. I didn't like. I I agree. I think it was a great story. It had a couple of things coming that I didn't see coming. But it, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't break the top ten for me. It wasn't. It wasn't good enough. That's shocking. Number four for me is Wally. Another. Oh my god. Another. Absolutely. This is such a. This is such a like. What? This is such an internet take. <laughs> such Wally an internet take. Good. Wally is a good movie. I don't know. When the last time you guys saw this movie is, but it's a good movie. You gotta watch it again. It's good. Like, the fact that a, they can, the fact that you can make a kids movie that, like, for the first forty five minutes doesn't really include much dialogue at all outside these fat. It's great. It's a great movie. And if you want to talk about comedy? I think Wally's one of the funnier Pixar movies. But like just the, the rewatchability on it is not there. It was like a kind of like an experimental picture. Yeah. Oh, I think it's infinitely like, I just, rewatchable. I have no interest to ever watch that movie. Oh, I, I really think don't. it's great. I think Wally's fantastic. When, when I saw it as a kid, I was like this like I didn't enjoy it. I was like, yeah, it was it was fine. Like it was a movie to watch. Once I rewatched it when I was older, I was like, okay, it's good, but it's still like I I, I agree. I think it's funny. It's got a good story. It was really clever that they didn't have any communication really for the first forty minutes, like you said. But like, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't give me any. It it didn't get like the whole point of it was to like talk about how we need to save the planet and all this stuff. But like, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't get that to me. Wait, so moment. am I on number three now? Coming up. I think so. Uh, All right, so I have to kick Bugs Life off. Bugs Life is into uh, 12, into into 12, and then what was the one I had before Bugs Life? Uh, Uh, I mean, after Bugs Life, it was Bugs Life, and then I think I had... um, God, I'd completely forgotten. (laughs) Oh, Finding Nemo. So Finding Nemo is off the list. Okay. Okay, you're you're now bumping. Okay. So now I'm on number... This is true number four. Okay. Okay. Because Wally was five. True okay. number yeah, four sure. Sure. is um, The Incredibles. 
Like, no, no, no. Yes, it's The Incredibles. Okay. Love The Incredibles. I think it's great. Sorry about where we had it at. Yeah, that's exactly where I had it at five for me. True number three is Toy Story. Wow. Okay. Not your number one. All right. What is your? This is interesting. What your numbers? Number one's number two is Monsters Inc. Okay. So what is your number one? Number one, Toy Story three. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I think it is a perfect movie. Yep. I think it is a. I think Toy Story three is a perfect movie. I actually like Toy Story one more, but that's more of the nostalgia talking. But, like, if I just had to watch him and, like, remove myself, I think Toy Story 3 is the better movie. But basically everything from 5 up, I, I, I love everything on this list, so it's, like, kill your darling sort of thing. Yeah. But the fact that you guys didn't have Coco and Wally just kills me because Coco is great and Wally's fantastic. I can't, I can't understand how you guys like, hate so, on him. I- uh, kudos for them for invoking emotion in children with the Wally, but like I just I can't get behind. What about Coco? I what is the problem with Coco? <clears throat> Coco is just meh. Oh, it's so meh. Oh no! The story didn't grip me. It was just meh. Now, granted, I will say I've only seen Coco once, so uh, just you'll have to go rewatch it just to give it to the I guess so. I, I guess so. Uh, so I made the, I made the full list because I had time to kill, and Wally is at. 14 for me and coco is at 17 for me that is that is classic josh something that's good just fucking getting put to the bottom of the fucking list that's like they're all really good movies like you said it's hard to like choose with this kind of list but like except for the bottom three i really struggled with all these movies because um, because I just, they're all so good. I love watching all of them and I, I don't know. I just, they didn't do it for me. You know, like Shane said, they weren't, they weren't anything special. And I, I will say that Ratatouille is, is, is 11 for me. I have Ratatouille at 15. 15. Okay. Yeah. So who, what was your, what was number 11 for you? Number 11 for me was Brave. I love Brave. I, yeah, okay. It was great. I, you know, I think, I think though the reason Disney made it a Disney Pixar one was so that she didn't have to be a true Disney princess mm. because she was like she was like the warrior princess and like not what Disney was selling at the time. So if they stuck her on Pixar, they didn't really have to, you know, give her the same princess treatment, which I think is fucking wrong. Like she's awesome. She's badass. She like fights for herself. She's got a great story, you know. I think it's that's Brave what, sucks. Yeah. Brave sucks. That's literally it goes uh <laughs> what does it go on my list? It goes uh what was we say was unanimous good dinosaur and good then dinosaur. it's good it goes yeah, good dinosaur cars 2 and then brave. Wow. I'm I'm with you. Okay. Have... Dude, Cars 3 was way worse than Cars 2. No, right? no it wasn't. No it wasn't. Yes it was. Cars 3 Cars, cars 2 is garbage. Okay, no, my it's... bottom three are Good Dinosaur, Cars 3, and Cars 2. Like, those three, garbage. Cars, it goes, it goes, car, it goes, uh, Good Dinosaur, Cars 2, Brave, Cars 3. You put Brave way too low. Why are you hating on Brave so much? It's boring as fuck, and I don't care about these stupid-ass fucking witch and her fucking wooden shed, dude. You're an idiot. <laughs> 
You're an idiot. All right, so let's move on to our onward review. Yeah, we've talked All right. about a lot. We'll start, we'll start. No spoilers. General thoughts. Dive into spoilers and uh, take it from there. Josh, if you want to start. All right. I I gave it a 6 out of 10. I thought it was fun. It was interesting to see what they did bringing, like, the mythical world into, like, a modern-day world. Um, but, I, yeah, other than that, it didn't it – didn't, wow me enough to merit anything more okay shane your thoughts you you we already know you like this movie i yeah i do like it um i thought it was a i thought it was a great blend i I wish they had more time to explore the world um i would say that they left it open to a sequel that's all i'll say about that before we get into spoilers i I think there's there's sequel opportunity there so i hopefully they can flesh out the world a little bit more um you know, like I mentioned before, funny and clever are my number one that I look for. Number two is good story. And number three is, you know, in the feels, uh, feels. And I, I thought it, I thought it hit all those in the order that I wanted. So, um, you know, we're, we are we, us three play D and D. Yes. So that was funny and relatable to us. There was a lot, of, especially there were a lot of, Dungeons and Dragons references in this. There were, yeah. So there were there were a lot of D and D references as well as just like regular real life references. Um, uh, good story. I thought the pacing was like perfect. Um, at the end ending was I thought it was way better than it could have been. So good job to them for not for for doing that well. Yeah, I will agree uh, with that. I would give it a seven point seven five or eight out of ten, right around that wow. range, range for me. I gave it a seven out of ten. I agree with Shane. It could have been way worse. Mm-hmm. And we thought it was going to be way worse. If this was like a uh, DreamWorks movie, this probably is a 10 in the DreamWorks scale. Not Shrek and Shrek 2 notwithstanding. I think Shrek Yeah, Shrek I, I, would totally, I would agree with you. Yeah. Um, if it were a DreamWorks flick. Uh, yeah. But on the Pixar scale, it just doesn't hit their top notch. But... There are some good spots. There's some kind of just, I don't know. It, it, it There was nothing like the pacing never fell off, but just didn't hit like some of the other uh, Pixar movies. And it still kind of did have that like kind of B tier feel to it, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, is that spoiler free thoughts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Dive right into spoilers. And I, spoilers. Have, I have to say, spoiler alert, spoiler. I have to say, I was dead close on how that movie ended when I said it in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't say it verbatim, but he has something. It, what is it? It's the brother is like, he said he was really proud of you. And I was just like, yeah. oh. <laughs> that was surprising. Like I, I, I really liked how he gave up seeing his dad so that his brother could say goodbye. Like, I liked that too. I thought that was really, that good. was good and different. That got me in the feels a little bit. Uh, yeah, that hits good. Uh, I will say, I think, I would have liked this a lot more as like a TV show. Like, I think they could have flushed it out so much more. Like you have Disney plus now you could have like really made. That's a, a great point. Great, I agree. I do agree with that. Uh, Cause it is, it's a fantastic idea, but to try and explore this entire world where like you're mixing the modern with the mystical in an hour and a half, two hour time frame, like, it's going to fall short on a lot of parts. And I've, that's what I really didn't like about it. Like it felt like it fell short a couple of times. Like, yeah. I, um, I, I, Oh yeah. Uh, like, 
what did I have? <clears throat> I liked when, like, he was walking across the invisible bridge or whatever. Like, it felt like a lot like he was, uh, it felt like a, a parent teaching their kid how to ride a bike, which I really liked. It was really cool. But, like, it fell off when, like, he made it to the other side and then the cop showed up and then they, like, ran away from the cop. But, like, it wasn't – it like, he, he was so nervous a second ago right before that, like, because he was walking across this bridge. And then when the cop showed up, he, like, got this spunk in him and then just drove off. And I was like I, – I understand why he got this spunk because he just kind of braved something. But it just didn't – it didn't follow through enough for me. Like you wanted a little bit more, mo- like a little bit more time to like soak that in. You want a little bit more moments to breathe, sort of I deal. Wanted him to build his confidence more. Like the, they were slowly doing that. Like when he first learned how to do magic, and he was like trying to make things grow, and he made his brother shrink or whatever. And then like when he was, he lied to his brother, and like the spell was kind of falling off or whatever. Him, like when they were the cop, it was just like not. None of it was flushed out fully in my mind. Like he, he never like, he never fully got a grip on what he was trying to do. It was his brother telling him all these things to do, and then like him and his brother got into a conflict because he like lied and said that his brother wasn't ever going, or he said his brother was going to go somewhere, but he was lying and said he doesn't think his brother's going to go anywhere. It just like never, nothing ever seemed to get resolved fully in my mind. Huh. Okay. Um, I yeah. Never... I mean, I think that I think that lends towards what you're saying about a series, yeah. a possible series that they need time to like flush out that that type of stuff. Yeah, and that's it, it. There was I felt like there was a lot going on. Like their dad was dead, so they were dealing with you know a death. They were dealing with there's a new stepdad kind of in the picture. They were dealing with uh, the brother still living at home and kind of going nowhere. He's trying to find himself and go somewhere. The mom's trying to you know, get a hold of her teenage sons. And like, there was just a lot going on with every character that like, you couldn't do justice to everybody in that time frame. Um, mm. But that being said, it did feel kind of like a goofy movie, you know, like the bonding. Yeah, thing. Yeah, I can see that. Um, even when they were floating down on the giant cheese puff, like that felt very reminiscent of when uh, Goofy and Max were floating on their car singing, you know, whatever song they were singing. So there were definitely parts of it I liked, but it was just, yeah, it didn't get flushed out enough for me. Um, yeah, the, uh, I, I really, I really liked the way that they explained the magic system. Yeah, that was cool. And how, how it works. I, especially given that short of a time, they did a pretty good job of explaining the backstory, how it works. There are rules. They follow those rules. That that's always good to see. Um, I I liked the fairy uh, biker gang. Yeah, I did. Like I thought, yeah, that, I thought that was funny. That was really funny. But they like kind of they alluded to like magic coming back in the world, quote unquote. But because they they um, I'm I'm already forgetting the what's the older brother's name. I have no idea. I don't remember. Honestly. I totally forgot. Anyway, older brother he. Um, <laughs> Talks. He was like talking to them outside the the gas station about how they were like used to be able to fly. Then later you see them flying. Yeah. Um. But I thought they were gonna make a big deal about how like magic was like coming back into the world, mm-hmm. but they never really. 
they never really fleshed that out anymore. Yeah. That was like the only instance of that happening. That's that's why I think this would make a great TV series. Like the season one finale would have been like magic coming back, and then season two could have been how they deal with all this new magic and everything. Like, but but that is that is, they that's why I'm saying they left it open for a sequel or or maybe multiple movies. Yeah. Um, but if they wanted to, the only thing I'll say to that is I thought I read something a while back that uh, Toy Story Four was going to be Toy Story Four and Incredibles Two were going to be their last like sequels of any other movies. Interesting. So I don't know if it's true, especially now that they're bringing in a new, uh, I think a new CEO of Pixar or creative something. So they might go back on that now, but. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like it's too good of a world to, to leave to one movie. You could at least do like a Disney opinion. Plus series. I mean, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I would love that. I think it'd be great as a Disney Plus series, but... So, Mike, Mike, what are your thoughts? I hate to say it, but I kind of agree with Josh. Hey! It's not so much. I'm just more shocked that Josh actually has this take because it's very un-Josh-like. It's a very, it's a very, feels like very, un, very rational. It's a very rational, yeah. It's a very rational, understanding take, well thought out, well developed take. There's moments where the movie does something that wants to hit you in the feels, and then two minutes later, they're already on to the next thing. Like when I th- say that, I think of the scene in the car when um the younger brother is lying with that spell and then he basically calls older brother like a waste yeah and older brother gets pissed off about it but that only lasts all of two minutes in the car after and they're kind of on to the next thing yeah we're like i would have liked that to last a little like it doesn't feel like doesn't it feels very quick for them to go from no, I didn't mean it to like, okay, we're all good now. Yeah, the younger brother tried that, to kind of make up for it by saying like, oh yeah, we'll take this path that sure. clearly is not leading to the place that we want to go, but you think it is. So like, let's listen to you. It was, it was like a parent who had gotten mad at their kid and then was like, oh, wait, let's try this fun thing that will make you forget that I just yelled at you or something. Yeah, and I think when you look at like the movies that like are at top of – all of our like Pixar list, the things they all have in common is that like they let like the moments that need to have air room to breathe, like they give them those moments. Like Up, like is I think it was on everyone's list but mine, but I still really like Up. But you think about Up, like there's that like sense that like whatever the old dude is, like whatever his name is, like that that there's like a sense of like absence that goes on like throughout the whole movie, and that's kind of there, but like you don't get any of that with the onward. Like, yeah, they miss their dad, but the dad's still there. And there's not as, they just don't give stuff room to breathe. Or like Toy Story, there's the whole thing about, with the whole underscore of the movies that Woody feel doesn't like, feeling like he's left alone. He doesn't have any friends like that. This movie doesn't do that. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. They The dad passed away, according to it, I think when, the younger brother was a baby and the older one was like maybe four. So it's like you had, like, I understand you never met your dad. So that would be really sad and everything. But like, it's been 16 years now. You would think the older brother kind of would have dealt with it a little bit or something. Mm. It seems like I, you know, I don't know. I, I also thought it was kind of weird that the uh, brother, like just never mentioned to the younger older brother never mentioned to the younger brother that like, last time he actually saw his dad was like he was really sick yeah mm-hmm. it was like ah 
I had tough, I had a tough time buying into that one, but which is kind of ironic because you're like buying into a world where there's magic. <laughs> a bit stupid to say, but um, but with that being said, the end of the movie I think does a really good like that hits you pretty good. Yeah, with the I whole, thought it was a nice compromise. Yeah, it's like a pretty like. It's a pretty good take on the him not being able to see his dad when it's like, but you like had someone to fill in for your dad. I actually thought that was pretty well done. Yeah, I thought that was good. That that was a good quote unquote twist. Yeah, in the- that really that really got me because the whole movie, like even up until the that point, he's like taking the dad's legs and he's like, I'm gonna go spend some time with my dad alone away from you, older brother. And then mm-hmm. like then the dragon comes, which. Love that the dragon's face was like some stupid looking. Dude. Yeah, I love yeah, I love that. that, was that was funny. Um, and the the alarm, the school bell. Yeah, this is like his roar. But, that was funny. So yeah, that was great. When he's like, that was the whole point of the movie, and then like he gave it up because he realized his brother acted like a dad and everything. And even the mom at that point, like she came in at like she was a pretty underrated character throughout the thing. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think the police officer honestly could have been a little more flushed out and like better of a character yeah 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 i i i wish that the manticore didn't do as much she was too, a little too integral to the to the end yeah yeah she had the sword she is the one who like without the sword uh the boys would never be able to defeat the dragon so it's like even though they went through this entire adventure they still wouldn't have been able to do it without this old other character yeah being a part of it like he should have found the sword in the the uh, fountain yeah. or something like the brothers should have done that or just or like yeah or gone back to like a classic story and like found a sword in the stone or something and like, yeah. you could have flashed back to like the manticore were getting like really mad and just like stabbing it into a rock and leaving it there yeah like it could have been it could have been sort of funny yeah and I, you know what the whole entire time i thought the older brother was going to turn out to also be magical and then also be like stronger with it but that never ended up happening yeah like the part where they're all out of ideas and he just chucks his van into the, the rock pile to like yeah. block the police. I thought he was going to do some magic there, but yeah. it turns out. He never that that was a good little bit, honestly, with the car, how they did yeah. like it was an actual horse and everything. Yeah. Guinevere. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It had good bits. Uh, I loved the restaurant scene was hilarious. That was like one of my favorite scenes. Probably my favorite. The op- scene. Like the opening sequence ish. N- when they yeah when they go to the when they go to that tavern and it's just like a kids restaurant and oh yeah. they're like oh yeah the manicure and it's just like the mascot jumping oh in yeah mascot mascot was good yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, the fairies were funny I did like that part fairies were funny yeah. like when, or uh like the bit when they were in um the gas station and the dads got the whole weekend at Bernie's thing going on and he like kind of yeah, yeah, over yeah. and just stares <laughs> yeah, at the, the that was, that was yeah. So, did could the dad hear at all? Or, or not? Uh, I had to assume because yeah, they, they said he couldn't. But then, like, there was a time where he specifically needed to hear things in order to be effective. Right. I, I thought it would have been better if they just made it known that he was able to sense things, but just couldn't like see. Yeah. Them. Right. Because like, they didn't really make that clear. There was like the whole sequence where the music was playing, but they were saying it was playing loud enough that he could like feel it, which I was like, all right. Yeah. But yeah. Like, funny where like, you have to like how did he know that he was in a safe place? How did he know to like, you know what I mean? Like right. that kind of annoys me. And it's kind of an, yeah, it's kind of a, usually you could probably like look the turn a blind eye to it, but like in a movie where like these like tiny rules play such like a integral mm-hmm. part to like 
how the story plays out, it's kind of just feels like a cheap way out. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like they, the only way they, he really knew was with the toe tap thing. And it was like, it seemed like they just threw that in because they needed a way for the dad to realize he was like with his kids. Yeah. But only with one brother. Right. Right. How did you know what the other, but like, Yeah. yeah, it was honestly, they could have probably done it without him only being half a body and like him trying the spell in the first place and like the crystal just exploding because it was like quote unquote a fake or something. And then like trying to go find a real one. I like, and not just having the legs there at all, honestly would have. Now that I'm thinking about it, they, I think they could, they should have had the dad teach him one of the spells somehow, like maybe draw with his feet in like the sand or something. Yeah. The first spell because he was supposed to be magical. Yeah. But they didn't, other than just him having the staff and the wizard name, they didn't talk about his background at all. It's a very fine movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine. I mean, I it's top ten for me. Yeah, I will say that. I enjoyed it that much. I thought the the feels at the end was a nice, a nice way to do it. It wasn't in your face. It wasn't that predictable. It was a little bit unpredictable. So, yeah. yeah. yeah I thought it was like a nice little nice little alternative way about going about it because you, you very easily could have just been like oh it's your dad yeah but Which, like, i mean that's what it felt like it was going towards so yeah it right. was definitely a nice little twist at the end um but yeah i don't know does anyone else have anything else to say about it or is that um it? I mean, I don't let's see i think that's pretty much all the beats i wanted to hit yeah. um yeah, no, I, I, I liked that they, um, I liked when he was going across the invisible bridge that he fell. I did like that. Yeah, that was good. And then he, that, did, did he fall again? Did he fall twice? No, but he, he almost because the, the blindfold fell off and then uh, oh, he like yeah. jumped or something and made it. Um, but yeah, that was probably one of my favorite parts of the whole movie was the invisible bridge part. It was good. Yeah, good. It's good stuff. Great. Man. So next week we'll do Scooby Doo. Yeah, let's right? do Scooby Doo. Yeah. Scooby Doo. Well, let's try Scooby-Doo and do a movie. Patreon question. We'll get them up early so we can get the patrons back involved. Yep. Josh, yep. you're gonna post the. I'll post uh, the Avengers thing. Post the Avengers tier, and let's come up with our own though. Yeah, we'll we'll come up with our own screen. And, and uh, maybe next week we can do a little NFL draft recap, recapping rounds two through. Uh, two through seven, right? Cause we got two and three tonight. Um, yeah. yeah. So we can do that. Cool. And uh, for those of you that didn't know, again, we got, I got to apologize. Cause I feel like we let the people down. Josh and I got along way too well. In this <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'll do better. I'm arguing. Yeah. I'm sure that next <laughs> week we will have some hot takes from both sides, just from Josh, actually. Uh, and, uh, but if you didn't know, now, you know, this is the Josh Around podcast, uh, the show where we get together and tell our friend Josh why his ideas suck. If you like what you're, we're doing, you want to become part of the show, follow us on patreon.com, $5. You can vote on next week's topic. We'll put those up, like I said, earlier in the week. And until then, uh, uh, Josh, your ideas suck. <laughs>